What's up, Bet the Universe family? Dennis Perez, Rorel Cabral, coming to you on a Sunday afternoon again. We did it last Sunday. We're doing it this Sunday, February 21st, 2021. My brother, how you doing? I'm good, brother. Good, ready. NBA, MLB's ready. We're ready to go here. Another week of NBA in the books, and we're going to touch on some MLB because that's going to be getting started soon at the end of the month. And uh, yeah, so let's get into some NBA. Ro, what you want to start with over here? I want to start with talking about who's hot, D. These are teams that are good bets lately. And, you know, if you've been investing in these teams lately, you've definitely been cashing in. And we got to, everything's been pointing to these teams lately, D. So I wanted to touch on a few teams, specifically Phoenix, D. Okay. What do you think? 11 of the last 13, they've won and covered. You're talking about six of the last seven. Nine and four against the spread on the road, and they've beaten some pretty good teams throughout. New Orleans, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, Dallas, and Golden State. What are your thoughts on Phoenix? Man, I love Phoenix. You know, I was big on them before the year. Spanked Memphis last night. Big win by, like, I think about 30 points last night. Yeah, man, they've won nine of what? Nine of ten now? I think... Uh, Maybe ten of eleven after last 11 night? Eleven of thirteen, I know All for right, sure. Eleven of thirteen. Quite a good stretch for Phoenix. Uh, you know, I got they got games coming up. What against Brooklyn now? Yeah. The Pelicans and Memphis. So okay. you know, the big one against Brooklyn. We'll, we'll see how they match up against a, a team of that caliber. Speaking of Brooklyn, that was a, one of those losses there. That was a tough loss to the, when they were up twenty. Yeah, they were up twenty something, and, and Chris Paul was was hitting on all cylinders. Not only that, bro, but they were missing KD and Kyrie that night. They so were. that was all on Harden. It was yeah, it was really disappointing Special. loss for Phoenix, especially to be up that much, and you know. Yeah, man, but this one will be a little more indicative of a of, of, uh, possible future appearance. Of course, they'll only meet if they meet up in the finals. But, yeah, I guess for this one, we'll have two because I don't think Kevin Durant will be ready for the, for this game. Yeah, he probably won't. So are you starting to get concerned about KD? Is four straight games now with the hamstring? Uh, I mean, I think that considering that the Nets are winning without him, they don't feel like they need to rush him back. You know what I mean? Because they they've getting they, they have such great chemistry and they are getting they've played the last five I think they won five straight now so Brooklyn's playing great and they've started playing better defensively they look like they're gelling together as a team I think that they don't feel the need to have to rush KD back right now I want to make sure they have him for the playoffs so they're gonna try and hold him off as and have him come back hundred percent you know that's what I think it's about if they were if they had lost five straight I think we see KD ready for this game you know what I mean. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, sign the monitor with KD, but, you know, back to Phoenix real quick. Yeah, they killing with, and Chris Paul and Devin Booker, I think they both yeah. shooting real good from the three-point line, and it's certainly helping out. Their defensive rating is top five. Phoenix is his so oh, okay. defense That's, over there That kind of well. a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Monty Williams, no? At the helm? Monty Williams, I, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it last time. I think he's won coach of the year before, but uh, Monty is definitely a dependable coach, and... Right now, Phoenix looks like they're hitting their stride a little bit, D. Like, they're gelling together. Jay Crowder is somebody I like a lot, too. If you look at them as far as numbers-wise, like D said, they're good defensively. Field goal percentage is seventh in the league, 48%. They they put, they score points. They're there 13th. And they could shoot the three ball, and they're great free-throw shooting team, you know, second in the league. So Phoenix got a lot going for them right now. So they're a good bet right now, D. Seven and four in games uh, against teams that are 500 and, and, and above okay. as well. I like to see, you know, how these teams stack up against the good ones. 
What do you? What are you I mean, we can't talk about hot teams without talking about Utah, no? Yeah, I mean, Utah's still on their hot stretch, right? I mean, they just lost to the Clippers, really, by four, and it was still a tight game. But they're a covering machine, no? Like, I, I still think they're good for it to, to keep taking Utah here. <clears> well, I was mentioning they they had a bit of an easy schedule, but this week right here, they're going to be tested coming up because they got Philly and then the Clippers on back-to-back. So, mm. you're okay. looking forward to these this nice little three-game stretch for Utah. And they have beaten good teams because remember last weekend, they got Milwaukee and the Heat on back-to-backs yeah. over the weekend, and they beat those two teams. So, they have – and I think Philly that Monday, they also beat – but we mentioned that Philly's on Do their way down. I want to ask you a question yeah. about Utah real quick. Do you, do you think they need to add, like – are you afraid of if Donovan Mitchell gets locked down? I've heard it a few t- discussions already. If Donovan Mitchell gets locked down, who who's their second? I mean, is it Clarkson, their second big guy right here that you're gonna have to depend on? You feel comfortable with that in the playoffs? You know, going into the playoffs and further into the season, or you think they need to add or do something for that? Oh, well, I think you know, also Joe Joe Ingles takes on a bit of that that role mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, those are the guys they're gonna count on if if they stand pat as is, but. Listen, a lot of these contenders are going to be looking at something, some pieces. So we'll, we'll see how the carousel goes. Because yeah. there are pieces out there to be had. You know, I think Beal's dangling around out there. Beal's been Could good. Be quite an addition to oh, I've heard, I heard Draymond Green. I heard Levine was out there, Levine too. Levine is another good, uh, uh, could be a good addition to a team. Andre Drummond. Yes, I heard Drummond as well. So and there's a, another player that they shut down. Blake got shut down because he's going to get moved. So Blake Griffin, you're right. I heard about him too. So there is guys, and you, you keep hearing about names. And if you look through these rosters, especially in those bad teams, you'll definitely you'll be able to pick out a couple of names and say, hey, man, maybe this guy will be available. I think the Rockets, uh, they, they released Cousins as well. You know who's interesting for the Nets that they've, they've been trying to, um, to play a little bit more? Roberson. He was a defensive machine. I don't think he was with the Thunder back. It was like three back three or four years ago. He was like third in, in, in defensive player of the year. Really good D. A lot of length, six seven guy. I could see Roberson being a big part of the Nets. You know, he's one of those additions that they added earlier. Well, but, let's, uh, let's talk about some Brooklyn since you okay. just segued into them. So Brooklyn had a big win against the Lakers. I believe it was Thursday night. Yeah. Minus KD went in there with with Kyrie and uh and Harden. Kyrie didn't even play that good of a game, but they uh, they shot so well from three point land that it, it, the game was, really wasn't a contest. AD also missing. You know he's gonna be out for like the next month, six weeks. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, the Brooklyn could have hurting on the Lakers that <clears throat> night, and you know they wanted it. You could tell they wanted it really bad. Brooklyn. I mean, I think Kyrie, like you said, he didn't have a great game, but. If if I think Harden too wanted to help Kyrie out a little bit here to make sure that you know that he got a win against LeBron because I, I think he's had a really bad record for his career, but like I said, the, this team is is kind of like Phoenix. They gelling they gelling together more. Joe Harris has been a big part. Every time I look up, Jeff Green is making a big play. Uh, uh Shamit is being more yeah he's being more of a, of a contributor now. Was cr- you know? yeah it looks so like. The deal with the Nets, especially on offense, is going to be Harden facilitating, yep. right? A lot of ISO with the Harden. You get some ISO with with um with Kyrie, and then everybody else is just shooting around them, getting three open three point shots when they have to deal with these guys, you know, with their dribble and everything. And, and with that, the not for nothing, Harden. This is the most efficient. If you look at his numbers, he's never been this efficient in his career. The highest percentage that he's ever shot was forty five percent. I mean, one time, 49% in KC, but he was a part-time player there. But you're talking about 50% now with Brooklyn, and he's shooting over 40%, 41% from three. You never see Harden with those numbers. You know, he's usually a kind of guy that volume, you know, puts up a lot of shots, gets to the free throw line a lot, but he's nah, just he, been really he, efficient. He's playing real different because, yeah. um, re- you know, you remember the Houston days, a lot of ISO, mm-hmm. and it was just a Harden show, everybody else standing around. Exactly. Here, he look, he's really passing first. Yeah. 
and he's really waiting. He's like he's not forcing any of his shots. In Houston, he was forcing up a lot of threes, forcing up a lot of you know um, forced layups and stuff like that. Especially um, with big men down in the paint, he's still trying to force it up, get fouled a lot, you know. But now he's really just taking, he's picking and choosing his spots. Yeah. And he's, he's been real efficient. It's nice to see. Harden's definitely the better point guard between him and, and Kyrie. Yeah. And so you've seen glimpses on move. defense too, you know? You've seen them play, even in that Laker game, they didn't give up 100 points. So you've seen... How, how you like Kyrie taking the credit for all that move, for that move? The Harden move? You're talking about that. Because he looked into Harden's eyes and told him, you're the point, you're the point guard, <laughs> I'm the shooting guard. And it's like, no well, credit to Nash. He never gives credit to Nash. Kyrie's always shitting on Nash. Or Nash, right? Remember in the beginning of preseason, oh, we can do this without yeah, a coach. Yeah. I mean, I give credit to Nash, you know, and I give credit to Harden, to be honest with you, because Harden, Harden, to me, he looks like a different kind of player since he's got traded. I mean, but that's my point. Why does Kyrie have to come out to the media? And, I don't and, listen to A, a guy who doesn't even to. want to talk to the media but had to tell the media that it was him that told <laughs> him, he, okay, you're the point guard, I'm the shooting guard. When it was apparent to everybody that Harden's already the better the point guard and, and the offense will run better through him anyway. <laughs> Just well, funny to see. you know, Kyrie wants to throw in his two cents, make it sound like it was it happened because of him. Because he, he, I mean, you know, he is kind of a point guard, but he's definitely not a, as good of a distributor. Well, as on Harden. this team with, with yeah. this roster, he's more of a shooting he's guard. Better suited to play yeah. the shooting guard. And I thousand percent agree with that. Facilitate the offense, especially with the efficiency that that Harden's been doing. Yeah, this is the best Harden's looked ever. Ever. All right. Well, Harden is rocking it out. And D, let's continue. Let's stay in the East real quick. All right, quick. so let's stay in the East, right? The let's narrative is, is Brooklyn and then everybody else, right? Yeah, At pretty the moment, much. Especially so. with the way Milwaukee has kind of fallen. Milwaukee's lost, I think, Very six games in a row, right? That is. I, don't, it, man, I think they won their last game, but they've been bad. So before that, it was six games. It was bad. It's been it was bad. getting real because I know they also they lost, lost Thursday a bad night. team, too. Toronto beat them Thursday night. I think that was to yeah. make it six straight. And that's what I was gonna mention. The Toronto. I know we we're gonna we were gonna go on Milwaukee. Go possibly, ahead. You go, but fly, you go fly off. Let's Toronto touch on. Let's touch is on hot, whatever dude. you want to touch on. Toronto's one and covered eight of the last eleven. The eight nine and three against the spread in the last twelve road games. Toronto here, man. They're making and, a push and without Lowry because Lowry's been missing a lot oh, yeah? of these. Really? Yeah, Lowry's been missing a lot of these games. He's been that. on Siakam and and Van Vliet at the moment. And well, they got it together. Powell, I know, has been contributing. I look it up here right now. Like, I think a newbie, a newbie had came back from uh from injury. He's been playing in these games, but yeah, I haven't seen much of Lowry lately. You're right. Siakam is, is getting it together, and you know their bench is is, is contributing as well. So, I mean, the Raptors are getting it together. You know they're a well-coached team, D. Everyone knows about that. So, the Raptors just, uh, for me, if if I would definitely not be fading the Raptors. And if, I, if I'm taking something, I might be just jumping on the Raptors. You know what I mean? I kind of like them today. It's a tough game against Philly. Philly. Yeah, it's a tough game against Philly. It, but I kind of like Toronto today, to be honest with you. I was looking at it. They had won like nine of their last ten against Philly or something like that. So, I just, you know, another team, D. Let's stick in here with, with the East. And we're gonna stick with New York with New York teams. We're gonna stick with the Knicks, man. I mean, they're five and two against the spread at home. They're six and two overall. Their last eight against the spread. They've been winning. You know, they had a tough loss against the Magic the other night, but the Knicks have been a good bet. Well, before the Orlando uh, loss, I think it was on Wednesday night. They were four and one against the spread in the in the previous no four and oh yeah four and oh in the previous four games and then like six and one against mm. the spread in the previous yeah. seven until yeah. the yep. Orlando mishap including a game on Monday against Atlanta which was really impressive yeah they've been good but yeah the, the Knicks have been listen they're fourteen and sixteen any Knicks fans out there before the season they would have took that if you told them the team was fourteen and sixteen in contention for the last playoff spot or in for that what the the play in yeah. for that last playoff spot. If the Knicks get to that or they're, they're playing games in the last two weeks of the season that are meaningful 
any Knicks fan would have told you they take that. D, and they're right now they're they're in that stretch still. The next five games very winnable. I mean, you got San Antonio who is all right, you know, but it's a winnable game because it's at home. Then you got Minnesota, Golden State. You got um Sacramento, Indiana, and Detroit. So these games are all winnable for the Knicks and the Knicks, nice little stretch coming up. Knicks have been one of the best spread teams in the in the league this year as far as covering the spread. Keep that in mind, guys. And on that same note, D, I just want to see, for me, best bets looking forward. Phoenix has been very consistent with, with big wins against good teams, and they've been blowing guys out. I really like Phoenix and, and their, the, their trend, the way they're trending right now. The Jazz is a covering machine, and two two teams that have been going over pretty much all season, Brooklyn and New Orleans, D. Um, Brooklyn, they've gone over 21 of the last 25, and New Orleans has gone over 14 of the last 18, 14, 2, and 2 in that, in that stretch. for the All over. good trends. Those yeah, are all those good, are good teams to bet on at the moment. But, you know, for the overall picture, it's looking like Brooklyn and then everybody else in yeah, the Brooklyn, East. Yeah, Brooklyn, And the West is looking wide open, I got to be honest, man. With AD going down like that, he's going to be missing the next six weeks. And nobody's talking about the Clippers, dude. The Lakers are going to have to tread water right now. Well, because they're, they're being a bit overshadowed by what Utah's doing right now. Utah's kind of taking the league by storm this, these last five weeks here. But the Clippers, are they 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 not going anywhere. They coasting. You're and right. I, you would, I wouldn't be surprised by if by the end of the year they got that one or two seed. You're right. Uh, the Clippers are one of those teams that they're sneaky good. They don't really turn the ball over much. They shoot the ball really well. You know, they defend. They have the perimeter defenders out there. You know, they, they added Ibaka, who's a defender and a shooter. I like them, man. I really like the Clippers. But we'll see. We'll see if they can mesh in the playoffs. It's always going to be about the playoffs with the what's Clippers. What's interesting about the Clippers is that they employed – that's me right there, yeah. Sorry, friends. What's funny about the Clippers is that last year they kind of employed the same tactic of, um, you know, coasting in the regular season, not taking it super serious as other teams are. Um, they're still employing the resting tactics of Kawhi. He still doesn't really play on back-to-back. Yeah. He misses some games. Poor George, too. I've, I've seen him miss plenty of games in the season. Yeah. So you would have thought from last year they kind of changed that and, and, and you know, go after it a little harder. But no, they, they're staying, you know, staying the course. The philosophy hasn't changed much from last year to this, and we'll, we'll see how it pans out, you know? Well, they are a deep team, D. I think they go like 10, maybe sometimes 11 deep, you know? Right, Marcus Morris has still been really good. He's shooting 51% from three. You still got Lou Williams, and but you know, Batum is there this year, and he's a great defender. He was a good Patrick addition. Beverly, you know, Zubak. These guys got so many weapons. Reggie Jackson, Kennard, who's been a good addition. So they have a lot of weapons, and when they rest guys, they still get, they still get wins out there. So that's what we got going. NBA pretty much it there, D. I mean, if you wanted to, I got a, a, a little list here of teams that really should be fading right now. New Orleans, D. They've been, we talked about it last time. They've been putrid. They lost five of the last six. They've been bad at home. The Cavs, did straight five straight non-covers for the Cavs, 0-5 against the spread. And the Sixers have been struggling on the road. 0-3 against the spread in the last three road games for the Sixers. So just a couple of numbers. And I have to mention this team too, the Hawks. I have to, I gotta take my lumps with the Hawks, man. They suck. They've been really bad. They lost five or six and eight or ten. So the Hawks stink right now. Fade them. All right, D. Let's move on from baseball. No, I mean to to baseball. Yeah, let's get some MLB here. Bet the universe at podb.com. We're well in Dennis here. Look us up iTunes. You know all the iTunes, platforms. Spotify, the extra platforms, yes, sir. and the original home. Betteruniverse.podbean.com. We will never yep. forget about those guys. 
D. So yeah, let's get into some MLB. What do you want to talk? Overall, we're starting with Yanks, Mets. Yeah, we were gonna. Uh, I got a couple of totals. I was gonna look up over a couple of totals that I really like. But we also go through the totals and see if you like anything, and we'll point those out. We'll grab those MLB totals. I'm gonna bring that up real quick. Um, you want to start with the Yankees or the Mets? Yankees. All right, perfect. The total for the Yankees, 95 and a half in most places right now. Uh, at first look uh, at that total, it might look a little daunting, but you do have Boone here who did win 100 games, what, his first two years or three? Yeah. His I, first two I, years, I, right? I believe they've won 100. I, I don't know about last year because, you know, last year was COVID, so they definitely yeah. didn't win 100. Yeah, and last year there was no opportunity to win 100. But right now we got them at 95 and a half. D, their additions, Kluber. Tyone, O'Day, uh, they re-signed LeMahieu. Severino should be coming back sometime during the year. Herman should be coming back. You got um, Justin Wilson, the reliever that they, that they got. They re-signed Gardner, and you got Jay Bruce possibly going to make the team a lefty. And then you got Stanton and Judge doing yoga, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so you got that going for you for the Yanks. What do you think about the Yanks, bro? I, I like the additions, um, you know. Question marks, though, no? Uh, yeah, a ton of them. But you know what? Kluber, in the beginning part of last year, when he was pitching with Texas, he was phenomenal. He did great, no? I mean, I, I think he only pitched the inning, D. It was, it was that really? short. Really? Yeah, it was. The, he he really hasn't, in the last two years, he hasn't had any almost any innings on his arm. Same thing with Tyone. Both guys, you know, coming off Tommy John the second time for Tyone. Might be thinking of Kluber from MLB The Show. <laughs> everybody was yeah. using him like crazy when he was on Texas. He yeah. was the most used pitcher, I think, yeah, on right. online. But yeah, listen, a lot of question marks for the Yankees as far as the rotation. They still have the big anchor in Cole, so that's always True. a good thing. You know, he matches up against anybody. Actually won that game uh, against the Cy Young winner, Bieber, in the yeah. playoffs last year. True. While the Yankees spanked that ass. But um, yeah, uh, behind, Clu uh, behind Cole, a bunch of question marks. You're hoping at some point this year Severino comes back yeah, yeah, for sure. healthy. I don't know what's the deal with, with Marquez at this point, Herman. Yeah, how, how's that what do you going? think about Herman? Yeah, he should be back Is this year. Is he going to be back? So, yeah. you know, look, another another Montgomery was, you know, pretty decent last year. I, thought, I think they Clark expected Schmidt, a little Debbie bit more Garcia. from him last year. You got Schmidt and Devi. Maybe they, they make an impact this year. Devi was kind of so-so towards the tail in his, his uh, yeah. pitching last year. He started out pretty hot. But, you know, listen. You just hope that two or three of these guys pan out and they can toe the line behind Cole, and then the offense is going to do what they do. The lineup is still yeah. one of the best. And the, with the Rays giving away some of their pitching, I know Snell is not yes, on the Rays no more. That should alleviate Charlie some of the Morton. pressure in the division. Toronto kind of scares me a little bit. I got to be honest, you know? This is why they, this is why I think that the Yanks are going to... I like the over on the 95 and a half, to be honest with you. And and I know there's a lot of question so marks. You thinking they feast in the division? But the reason, not maybe, yeah, in the division, yeah. But the, the I'm looking at the whole American League, and there's if you look at the American League, a lot of these teams are weaker now. Cleveland has gotten weaker because they gave up Lindor and all these guys. Now, Oakland is weaker. What are, are we playing the full Houston's 160? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, 160. That's that's what these numbers look like. 162. Yes, it? This, these numbers are according to 162. Okay. So we got yeah. a full season of baseball, and yeah, uh, I would I would go over with the Yankees. Yeah, man. The, like I was trying to say, there's no team in the AL besides the Yankees. Well, the Yankees kind of stayed. Uh, you know, they kind of held 
held the, the par as far as they didn't they're not that much better than last year, but I think they're right there on par with last year. But the Rays are weaker, D. Um, Minnesota's not a better team than last year. Oakland got weaker. The the Astros are weaker now. And you know the Yanks you know? are good for fifteen to eighteen wins against Baltimore. So. Exactly. They're gonna they they right now they have a zero percent chance. I, I saw I was looking at a number, a zero percent chance to make the playoffs. The Baltimore Orioles. Okay. So they're not gonna make it. <laughs> so I think the Blue Jays though. The Blue Jays. I don't know. You want to get into the Blue Jays a little bit? Well, they've added a veteran presence in the Springer. They had yeah. a, a, the young lineup was there. You know, they got all the offspring of all the the, the stars of old and major leagues. They also added Marcus Simeon D from Oakland. They uh, added Kirby Yates from the Padres. The closer. They right added Stephen Matz from the Mets, who had a bad year, but they did add Stephen Matz. Tyler Chatwood, Ross Stripling from well, the that, Dodgers. Well, that was the issue with Toronto, right? So they had yeah. the young guns last year in the lineup. They're missing pitching. Yeah, they have. Pitching. Uh, they still have Ryu. Yeah. So now and they've added uh, a Mats from the Mets, who's Mets. It was formidable. Stripling from the Dodgers. Well, there you go. He's not bad. Robbie Ray from Arizona, who had a good year so a couple the, years Toronto, ago. So Toronto, like the Yankees, bunch of question marks yeah. on, on the rotation with a strong lineup. It could break good for Toronto. What's it the could. total for the, uh, for the overall? You got 86 and a half for the Blue Jays. So here, they're so. expecting over 500 this year. For they me, are. And, uh, you know who you should watch out for in Toronto, D? Nate Pearson. He's a young fireballer. He gets it up there over 100 miles per hour. He looks like he's going to come into his own this year. So if he could come into his own... You add Ryu to the mix and maybe have one well, of these would, guys You hit. think Ryu gets a little more comfortable now because, what, his second year now in Toronto? Yep. Yeah. Or, or maybe third? Because, listen, the COVID year throws everybody. It's yeah, I think, uh, speaking of that, D, I think they're going to play their first couple of weeks in Buffalo, like in their training Toronto. site. They don't have a true home, not right? in, not in Yeah, Toronto. I think they're going to play in their training site in, in Florida or something. Okay. Like so Canada's that. still not, not, yeah, it's not good not really there. allowing people uh, to travel back and forth. Listen, you know, we're still dealing with ramifications from COVID. Um... What do you NFL, think about that the total? NFL got through their season, right? Yeah. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Do you, what do you think about that total, though? 86 and a half on Toronto. Do you think you go over I like Toronto. I like Toronto, but I don't think I like them enough to go over that total. Maybe they, yeah. they become a 500, maybe slightly, when 83, 84. Yeah, that's a high total, right? Especially if you like the Yanks to go over on their 100, which they always, you know, have pretty good success against the Blue Jays. I mean, if you're taking Toronto to go on that over, you you essentially taking them to take a wild card spot, you know, like yeah. pretty much because they're going to win about 90 games if you're going over close to 90 games. So extended playoffs this year? I think it is. No, no, it's not extended. I don't think, I don't think okay. it's extended. I'm not all sure. Right. I'm not sure. hundred percent sure. But I, I think of all the rules from last year that the, the new rules, they did away with the, with the DH in both leagues. So that's not happening. And I think the expanded playoffs is not happening. So just DH and the AL this year, just right? DH and the AL. They are still doing seven double, inning, seven double, double headers, yeah. and they're still doing the extra inning games in the regular okay. season where the man's on second, I think from the 12th inning on, I believe, right? Yeah, I think it wasn't it from the 10th? I think it's from the it was, 10th. It was right away. Yeah, yeah. so they, I think they still are doing that in, in the regular but they didn't. I, I, and strangely, because I thought the DH in both leagues was a hit last year. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was pretty good. I agree. I think that's the, I don't know. That would have helped. That would have tremendously helped the Come team up like with the, the new bargaining agreement. I think they have to come up with a new bargaining agreement after this year. That's definitely going to be an issue, and they're definitely going to be a DH in the National League. So, yeah. So you, you just said something about the Mets, right? I, th I think, uh, you know, having a DH would have helped the Mets out a lot because then they wouldn't have to play Dom Smith in the outfield too much. I agree. And let's just stick on the Mets. The 90 and a half right now, the total for the Mets. So, 90 and a half. The odds makers are... Up to them, like obviously they they. Do you want to talk about the additions real quick? Yeah, Carrasco, 
They got Strowman back this year. They signed him, re-signed him. He didn't, he wouldn't pitch last year because of COVID, but eighteen million, he came back for that. He's on a walk year too, so he's probably gonna pitch a good. He's probably gonna pitch as good as he can. Signed Taiwan Walker. Signed Trevor May. Got Lindor on a trade. Got they signed McCann for behind the plate. They added Pilar and uh, Amora. Bunch of guys, D. But possibly no Seth Lugo for a while, and Syndergaard still hurt. He'll be coming back in the middle of the year. What do you think about the Mets? Trevor May? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you didn't know about Trevor May? No, no, no. Didn't know. Yeah, Trevor May from the well, Minnesota Twins. Big uh, social media guy. He's been all over the radio stations. Yeah, li- listen, uh, you know, I, I already picked the Mets to win a division on Smoking Sports. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do, I'm definitely going to do the same here on, on Universe. And it's because of the pitching. I mean, they have good good lineup as well. I know they're hoping from a, a bounce back year from Alonso. Yeah. It's tough to go from over 50 home runs to 16. But, um, yeah, uh, DeGrom, right? Carrasco. Yeah. Strowman. At some point, Syndergaard back on the team. Taiwan Walker, who they signed. The Taiwan Walker. I think he was a fireballer from Seattle, right? Yeah, he was from Seattle. 2.7 ERA last year. Really good. So, the the rotation looks great in yeah. my eyes. And, you know, the, the Mets score runs. Yeah, they do. They, they score They runs. could hit. Last year, they had a little issue with running and scoring position. That's not something that no, I would worry about they're this They're going to have to contend with Atlanta because Atlanta was great last year. And you know Philly's lurking. And you know the Nats are always lurking. Yeah. So Atlanta's it's a, it's total not, is actually higher. It's not higher. a gimme division. It's not like, you know, the, the Yankees look like they have a clear path in the AL East. The Mets have, you know, teams to contend with and their own demons because they, they seem, most seasons they seem to underachieve. Yeah. Even when they're loaded with talent. But I like the Mets. I like that over, because of the over pitching, 90? Because of the pitching. And DeGrom is, is, a, is maybe the best, you know? He's a hell of a fucking anchor to have at the top. And they look like the kind of team that'll, that, that'll add, too. Like, if they, if they need to add something during the, you know, well, they, trading you know, deadline They do or have new like ownership now, and, you know, the pockets are deep. That's what that's yeah. That was the story on him coming in on Cohen. So, he's willing to spend, right? Yep. Disappointing that they didn't get Springer. I really, really wanted the Mets to get Springer. I think it would have been great for their outfield. I agree. And for, you know, just a, a veteran with championship pedigree, you know? Clutch playoff performer, yeah. somebody that you could depend I thought, on. I thought that playoffs. was a match right there. I thought it really was. But, I agree. Um, I, I do like Carrasco, though. I think that's interesting. And Lindor should have a bounce back year. He didn't have a great year last year in, in the COVID year, but I look for Lindor to have a big year. And, yeah, like you said, I mean, Strowman, you know, like I was saying, Strowman is on a contract year. You're probably going to get a great year from him. And I do like Pilar, man. Pilar is a defensive guy, and he could hit lefties. And at some point, they're going to have to try and lock up Lindor, no? They're going to have to try and lock Conforto also coming off the books, and he's he's one of he's, those. He's going to get a, a – Lindor definitely gets about 200, 200 to 250. I, I, I agree with you, D. And next year, there's supposed to be a lot of shortstops that are going to be available too. So I don't know if he's going to be out in the market, but there's a lot of shortstops. Corey Seager, um, Trevor Stories out there. Bunch of guys. I was looking at it. So you got that coming up. So moving on with the, from the Mets. Let's just one last thought on the Mets, D. So we like them for the over, right? Over 90 and a half. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do like over 90. D, I want to touch on another team that had made a lot of noise here. Uh, I agree with you, by the way, with the over 90. I like the over 90 for the Mets. Uh, the Padres, D, a lot of noise in the offseason. If it wasn't, besides the Mets, they're probably up there. You, know, I'll tell you their additions real quick. They added Blake Snell, obviously, Hugh Darvish. They added Joe Musgrove, Mark Melanson. They re-signed Tatis to that big contract, and they re- and they got another guy, Cretini, for behind the plate to back up Nola. What do you think about the Padres, D? 
lot, lot of, of weapons. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they also gave Tatis a hell of a contract yeah. as well. Locked him up, even though he hasn't even played two full seasons. Ninety four and a half, dude. The total, high for the, total for, the, for Padres in yeah. that division with the Dodgers, right? Yep, high total, but it's a it's a it's a team that's pretty deep. Their rotation is gonna be Snell, Darvish, Musgrove, what Paddock, Paddock. And uh, when, one more guy out there. I'm not sure who's gonna be, but their rotation looks pretty strong. LeMay, right maybe yeah. LeMay, yeah. LeMay was really LeMay good. LeMay was fantastic. Yeah, LeMay, LeMay was really good. You're right. He was hurt in the playoffs, but he was really good throughout LeMay the year. LeMay was great. So that's a really good rotation there. And D, one more thing. Darvish on was a Cy Young candidate last yeah. year. You know, Blake Snell is won a Cy Young before. And they have an excellent farm system too. In case they need to add anything, they, or the, the only thing up. that concerns me about the Padres is that where's the pop after Machado and Tatis in the lineup? Eric Hosmer, Myers was good last year. Decent players, but you know the the lineup isn't as formidable as some other teams. That's true. But the pitching is is heavy. But you don't remember Slam Diego last year? Like, Cronworth, who was at second base, had a really good year last year, too. He hit over 300. I mean, they got a lot of weapons, D. Is it? Know? I mean, is that lineup when it, How does it match up against the Dodger lineup? I don't know if any lineup matches up against the Dodger lineup. That's a good question. But may I'll give them a second look. Give them a second look for you. I'm over here checking out their roster. So, yeah, you got Snell, Darvish, Lamont, Musgrove, and Paddock. Uh, as far as the rotation goes. When you start going into their team, at first base they're gonna have Hosmer. Second base is gonna be Cronworth. D. Cronworth last year, two eighty five, a three sixty on base percentage, solid guy. Austin Nola, who had a really good year behind the plate last year, he's gonna be there. And then, like I said, you got Will Myers and uh, Grisham out there, along with Tommy Pham. Who well, Tommy Pham is another guy. He's another Husky weapon. Guy, yeah. yeah, he gets on base. He uh he hit three twelve last year, had a really good year. And before that, no, I'm sorry. He did not hit three twelve last year. He hit two eleven, which is pretty bad. <laughs> so but he had a year with Tampa uh, a few years ago that he hit three forty three and he's had a pretty good uh, career average. So they got Will My- Will Myers and Profar in the team yeah, as well. Will My- yeah. I mean so, decent decent, decent, but Yeah, not the Dodgers, but they got a team. They got a team. Uh, all right, let's move on from them. So you don't like the over on them. You you kind of lean I'm, under. I'm, yeah, with the, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. I'm 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 saying 90, 90 to ninety four win team. I don't think they get quiet over ninety four. I yeah, don't want to crown tough. them just yet. I think the Dodgers are still going to be the king in that division. They'll they'll win a hundred. All right, I want to touch on a few other teams here, D. I like this team to go over right here, and then it's the Nationals. I don't think a lot of people noticed that the, the kind of moves under the radar kind of moves that the Nationals did, but I like them. Uh, they added John Lester. They added Brad Hand. They added Josh Bell, who was really good a few years ago with the Pirates. Zimmerman's coming back this year. Kyle Schwarber was a signing by them. Alex Avila, good backup catcher. Strasburg is going to be back this year. He was hurt last year. Nats over 84 and a half. I like the number. I like the additions. I like the guys that are coming back this year. They still have Juan Soto, who's one of the best players in the league. They still got Justin Turner. I mean, not Justin Turner. But they are Turner at second. I mean, at short, who's really good, who's amazing. Uh, I like their team, D. So I'm, I like the over 84 and a half. What do you think about the, the Nationals? You like those additions? Yeah, I do. And, you know, still got Scherz and Strauss. Exactly. That, you know, one of the best combos Patrick in, in Corbin. baseball. Still got Corbin from last year. He kind of fought what? He was good. He wasn't he was that good. great. He was good. He was good. He was good. He's good. good he was pitching. good in the playoffs. Yeah. 
There's their bullpen is, is decent too. Will Harris, Hudson still there, Tanner Rainey who's who throws a fireballer, you know. So they got and they added Brad Hand. With all that money that Tatis got, how much money do you think Soto's gonna get? Wow, I don't even know. Okay, he's a player of that same caliber, right? I agree. I mean, he's only twenty two, so they might. I think because he's so young, they still might be able to have. But the you could three, take advantage well, of it by the, giving him the, that the, big the contract. The three huh? young generational studs, right, in the National League are Juan Soto. I'd say Tatis, and I'd say Acuna. Okay, yeah. I can't disagree with you there. Those are pretty good names right there. And Tatis just got paid, so Soto's payday is going to be coming up soon. He's going to be big money, man, and I know the Nats are going to want to keep him because if there's any way that the Yankees could get their hands on him... Or and, be, and Soto already... Didn't Soto get a... a a National League um, Championship Series MVP, right, that year when they I made the, so, the, yeah. the run? yeah. But yeah, Nationals, you know, they have they have good players. They're lurking like, yeah. there. And they'll probably win single. What's the total on them? 84 and a half, D. They just got to go Very, over yeah, 500. I, I, you know, listen. Bounce back. It's here. a tough division. I mentioned earlier with it the is. Mets and Philly. Atlanta. And Atlanta, who won, won the division last year. So, I mean, I can see why the Even the Marlins that made the playoffs last year. Marlins made the playoffs last year with a $25 million payroll. They did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 tough to bet on that eighty four with that in that division. But if you are a believer, like that it, is yeah. an easy number to attain because I if like they it. hit five hundred, it's just a couple of more games after that. Veteran team. I as like long it. as the rotation stays healthy and the back end of it is productive, meaning Corbin. And what what was the addition? Uh, Lester. They added Lester. Lester, Lester was good last year in they, Chicago. Joe he's, Ross he's never really had a, a bad year. You know, he's always he's always uh. Pretty consistent. He always pitches, you know, he gives you a, a chance to win games pretty much every time he goes out there, Lester does. Right, very, right. very crafty lefty now, you know. Still, it's crazy that he's still around, man, after winning those championships way, way long time ago. Yeah, in going through everything he went through, you know, medically and all that. So, he's, and he, you know. He's a winner, man. Though he's got a good addition because, you know, he's he's one of those championship Better Veteran presence with yeah. championship pedigree. Exactly. It, it, it helps out, and he'll help the other starters. Even though, you know, the Nationals already uh, uh, won a championship. Mm. So they have <laughs> – yeah. all those guys have rings. But, I mean, like you said, they're top three, you know. They could still fight with all those teams up there. They got Scherzer, they got Patrick Corbin, and they got Strasburg. If those guys are pitching well, they add Lester. You know, you got Joe Ross, who's still a young pitcher and still coming into his own. I like the Nationals, man, to get that over 84 and a half. Moving on from the Nationals here, D. I'm looking at two other teams that are really interesting. The White Sox, D. My boy Trey Turner over there, too. He's Trey one of Turner. my favorite players. Trey Turner's the man, man. And Keyboom is going to be really good. He's a young player. Keyboom, Tyler Keyboom. Robles is another young player for the Nats. Robles, um, yeah. Yeah. The White Sox, D. They had a breakout year last year. Got them at 91 and a half. Second highest total in the American League. Um... I like the White Sox here. They added a couple of, uh, of of guys. They added Liam Hendricks. They add Lance Lynn. They have a bunch of young developing players in Jose Abreu, Moncada, Tim Anderson, Elo Jimenez, Luis Robert. Bunch of young players that are still developing. But I think that this total is a little too high. The 91.5, I like the additions, but I think they're going to have... Uh, Tony La Russa? No. I don't like Tony La Russa, the, uh, the helm right there. I think they're taking a step back this year. Even though the division is, is looks like shit, I mean, it looks bad. Even though a lot of these teams in the American League take a step down and they look like they, they strengthen themselves. I don't know about the White Sox. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the White well, Sox here, Dean? I mean, you, you're a Giolito, 
was pretty pretty damn good. good last year. So he's going to be the ace now. And then you have Kaiko. And then after that is a bunch of questions. Well, Kaiko's a question mark in himself. Yeah. In himself and then there's Lance Lynn, Dylan Seas, Rodon. Those uh-huh. are all too much question marks to go over on a 90 right That's here. That's what I'm saying. I, and, and if one of those guys get hurt at the top of the rotation, in I a, think in they're a, in a division that you know is going to be tough because, I mean. The twins. Twins are going to be good. There's, I mean, Kansas City and what and Detroit are pretty bad. They're expect bad. to be pretty bad. And and what's the other bottom feeder that's over there? I think that's it. I think it's just Detroit, Chicago, Kansas City, no? And um, Cleveland, though. The other team is Cleveland. Cleveland. They should take a well, step they've back. Lost, they've lost some talent over there. Yeah, they have. They Cleveland's not going to be good. So, But 91 and a half is still a high number, you know? You're facing the American League here, too, and the National League. So it's not. Well, I guess that. the inflated total coincides with the division getting weaker, with Cleveland getting weaker, Detroit's pretty bad team. And they're getting a little stronger. Kansas City's bad as well. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I guess 90 wins is attainable. I just have... Do you like it? I wouldn't bet on it. I just have questions about the rotation. Yeah, I like the under because of that. Because of that, I like the under. Do team. like Giolito at the top, but like you said, Kaiku's question mark. I don't know. What we're gonna Lance get Lynn, he's had Lance good Lynn. years, but I don't know. I mean, as a Yankee fan, you remember Lance Lynn, do you? Like he could, he could give up that long ball. He loves to throw that fastball. A lot ball. of fastballs. Two loves seamers and four fastball. seamers. That throws a lot of fastballs. I mean, he's got. He's got away with it in Texas last year. You had a good year. Yeah, he, he was very good. good last year. He's learning how to mix it up a little bit better, maybe now. But yeah, I still don't trust them fully. So I like the under there. One more team in the American League. Let's end with this one team in the American League here, and then I got one more team in the National League I want to talk about. The Oakland. I like the under 87 and a half, D. They lose Liam Hendricks, their closer. They lose Marcus Simeon, their shortstop. They lose Chris Davis. The only one, the only guy they added was Elvis Andrews to to replace Simeon. You know, I think Oakland takes a step back this year, man. They lose losing these guys here. And just they've kind of been lucky, man. And, and you know, having good seasons and having putting up big win totals the last couple of years. I think they're gonna take a step back this year. So I like the under. We don't really have to talk about them too much if you want. Break it down real quick. One one team that I do like the over on the and maybe we could talk about this team is the San Francisco Giants. Last year they were twenty nine and thirty one which is almost a 500 record. Uh, their coach got a lot out of these guys. And their their biggest issue was their bullpen. They added a bunch of guys. They added Jake McGee. They added Alex Wood. They asked John. They added Jonathan Brebbia, who's really good. He was in the Cardinals. They added Whistler, who was in the Cubs and had success. This year, they get Posey back. Tommy LaStella is one of the signings. Yes, Scrimsey with another year under his belt. I like the over 74.5. The is not a big number. Last year, they were almost 500 in the shortened season. This year, they strengthened their bullpen over 74.5 for me on the San Fran. I had to dig for that one. But that's a good uh, I mean, one. I mean, like, being in a division with San, uh, uh, yeah. San Diego and with the Dodgers <laughs> oh, yeah. is, is going to be uh, real tough there. But Colorado has gotten weaker with the loss of Arenado, so they probably won't they be as good. They still did good, though. Wait, wait. They still did good last year against those teams, you know? Yeah, but, but the Padres are a lot better now. Um, but yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Listen, so what is it, 74? Yeah, 74 and a half. You know, I think the and the reason that I like that, I think the Rockies gonna be under sixty four and a half, losing Nolan Arenado. Think they're gonna having to face the Dodgers and the Padres and the Giants. I think they're gonna have a horrible year this year with the Rockies. So that's part of the the method to the madness there. D. San Fran goes over their small total at seventy four. Rockies go under their total. And then, you know. And they didn't have Posey last year. So they, they got, didn't that, have they Posey, got Posey yeah. as a boost. Fresh. I mean, Cueto Posey. is still the ace over there, no? 
Quato and, and Gossman. Gossman. I think uh, Gossman as their ace, really. Yeah, Gossman. Gossman's a fireballer. And Quato's crafty. You know, he he does well. He's done. He's done too. well with his little different motions and all his stuff his that he's hesitations changed. and he's done everything he can to try and confuse guys. You know. Listen, he, there's, there's they added Discafani too. They added Discafani from right. the Reds. From, from the Reds. Yeah. Um. Now, nah, listen, I'm a fan of Quato, man. He he's real crafty out there. He's fun to watch. But um. That, that's a tough one for me just because they're in the same division with the Dodgers and the Padres. I hear so you. I think that that's probably a no bet for me. Their offense is, is probably a little subpar, but I, I, I like what I saw. But last yeah, year, um, they, were, they, were, they were close to 500 last year. If you, yeah. if you project, oh, you know, up because it was, it was 29 and 31 last year, and then they yeah. had the addition of Posey into the lineup. But Posey's old now, too, man. He's he getting is. up there in age. He is. You're right. But Yostremski, Yostremski is going to continue to develop. Is, um, is, 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 is Evan playing this year, Longoria? I think he is. Still got him over there at third. Yep, they do. He's probably going to be backing up Tommy Listella this year. Wilma Flores over there. Solano, who had a big year last year. He had a, over 300 average. This team is not a bad team. It's a feisty team. You know, that's going to wrap up our MLB talk, though, really. We try to hit it as hard as we could. Well, you know, that's just the initial yeah. the initial shot into it because the season's some coming up totals. here. So we just wanted to get it, on, you know, out there, some talking about MLB. But we'll Pitches and catches reporting. Going to get way more in-depth and, and break this down further. Some of these picks we'll might do, even change. Yeah, you know, we'll do the in, divisions. In the next, we'll break yeah. down divisions by division. We'll break down the American League and the National League. We'll, do, a, now, we'll do an all-MLB, you know, uh, season kickoff show pretty soon here in the next couple coming couple of weeks. But this is like the opening taste. salvo just to get 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 it going in the minds, plant some seeds as far as you know teams and what and what free agents went where and all and whatnot. Yeah, the team and, totals know, were out, totals so out they yeah, just came out this week, so we wanted to touch it's on a beautiful it. Beautiful time. The weather's getting warm outside. Well not in Texas. Well <laughs> but the weather's getting some it, of the snow is melting. Uh, warm here soon. You know we in New York over here and we we Mets and uh, Yankees guys. Well, we're Yankees guys, but we like to talk a lot of Mets and Yankees over here. Yeah. Should be an interesting year here. You're coming, uh, coming up, man. Another full baseball season. All 162, it looks like. So, yes, yeah, sir. bet the universe.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify, iTunes, Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral. Anything you want to leave the people with? I mean, just for today, D, I wanted to see what's your best bet for today. Let's give somebody let's give somebody some a good bet, a good wager for Sunday. I like looking at the trends, man. Pelicans been disappointing lately, really bad. I like Boston today at Pelicans. I buy that half point, make it minus three. And I'm going to give you one more. Nets, Clippers, over. They've gone over nine of the last ten meetings. Uh, Clippers have gone over eight of the last ten. Nets are over machine, 21 of the last 25. Nets, Clippers, over. I, there's no total out yet, but whatever the total is, I'd like it to go over. I'm going to take the Knicks, minus four and a half against the nice. Timberwolves. Timberwolves have been struggling. Um, I know they got Carl Anthony Towns uh, back, but they still don't have it all the way together. And I like the Knicks defense. I think they shut him down and covered the four and a half. Good pick. I like it. All right, there you go, guys. Give you a little something, something. Good luck today. Good luck throughout the week. If you like the season totals, jump on it now. If you like the unders, wait for it maybe. But, yeah, good luck, guys. Have fun, friends. We will, uh, we will speak to you later in the week.